0: actually go to Isaiah 51 gentlemen I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit Isaiah 51 in verse 14 Isaiah 51 in verse 14 Isaiah 51 in verse 14. If you have it, say amen. amen. If you don't, say hold on. You can follow along on the board up there. Starting in verse 14, and the word of the Lord reads, The exile will soon be set free and will not die in the dungeon, nor will his bread be lacking. For I am the Lord, your God, who stirs up the sea and its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. And I have put my words in your mouth and have covered you with the shadow of my hand to establish the heavens, to found the earth, and to say to Zion, you are my people. Rouse yourself, rouse yourself, and arise, O Jerusalem. You have drunk from the Lord's hand the cup of his anger. The chalice of reeling you have drained to the dregs. I'm going to stop right there and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. and Lord, we just thank you, God, for your presence here today. Lord, we just thank you for your word today, Lord. Father, we just ask you to speak to us concerning what you have to share this morning, Jesus. Give us a word, God, that can shake heaven and hell. Give us a word, God, that can transform our lives, our hearts, our minds. Forgive us for all of our sins this morning. Just wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. Father, we're calling upon you today. We need you, Jesus. We need you in this house. We need you in our lives. We need the truth of your word. Father, we just thank you and praise you. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Praise. Amen. Woo! Praise God. I want to continue forward with my series that I started on, uh, on Wednesday, and I talked about a God of total deliverance. A God of total deliverance, and I want to speak a little bit about that today, amen, and I want to talk about freedom from bondage as one thing, and I want to talk about a holy life as another, amen, and as we look here in these scriptures that I opened up with in Isaiah, in verse 14 of chapter 51, it says, the captive exile hasteneth that he may be loosed, and that he should... Not die in the pit, nor that his bread should fail. But I am the Lord thy God, that divided the sea, and whose waves roared the Lord of hosts is his name. And I have put my words in thy mouth, and I have covered thy in the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundation of the earth, and say unto Zion, amen, talking about the church, thou are my people." And so here we are, we're talking a little bit, amen, about a God of total deliverance. And we're looking at these specific scriptures. There's some, in verse 14, it talks about people that are wanting to be free. Amen. It's talking about some people that are wanting to be free. And I'm going to tell you, if you, in order to get free, the first thing that you have to realize is that you've got to want it. Amen. You've got to want it. Amen. In other words, if there's something that's in your life that you're dealing with that Amen. Obviously, you are come to aware that it's not okay and you're not comfortable with it. Amen. It's not helping you progress in this life. It's not helping you move forward in this life. Amen. You've got to come to a point where you say, you know what? I don't want to be in this condition anymore. I don't want to be in this situation anymore. I don't want to be in this mindset anymore. See, the number one thing in order to be able to be set free is that you've got to want to be set free. Did you know that there's some people out there that don't want to be set free? You know, we can pray for you all day long. We can anoint you with oil. Amen. We can, amen, want, pray and, and declare that those demons be gone in the name of Jesus. But if, if somebody wants to hold on to those demonic spirits, how many of y'all know that they're, they're going to hold on to them? See, you've got to be at a point to where you really, truly want to be set free from your situation or from your condition, amen? And when we look here in verse 14, it talks about people that are wanting to be free. He says, the captive exile hasteneth that he may be loosed and that he should not die in the pit nor that his bread should fail. And this is talking about people that are wanting to be free. And verse 15 goes on to say, but I am the Lord thy God, the, the one that divided the sea and whose waves roared, the Lord of hosts is his name. And so in verse 15, we begin to see here where God begins to declare, amen, himself as the I am. How many of y'all know God is the great I am? Can I get an amen? And so God declares himself in verse 15 as The I am, and then we go on into verse 16, and this is where we begin to find our solution right here. He says, and I have put my words in thy mouth, and I have covered thee in the shadow of my hand, that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundation of the earth, and say unto Zion, thou art my people. So here in verse 16, God begins to give us the key to total deliverance. So, the first thing was that we had to be, want to be set free from our condition. We've got to be, want to be set free from what we're feeling or what we're going through or what we're dealing with, amen, in our life. In order for God to be able to take away that anger that maybe some of us have, amen, we've got to be, want to be set free from that anger. In order for uh, God to be able to take, Away way that bitterness that we might have, we've got to want to be set free from that bitterness. Are y'all with me? In order to be set free from that rebellion that we might have, we've got to want to be set free from rebellion. God is good, amen? But in verse 16, God begins to give us the key or the solution to this total deliverance. And he says, I have put my words in thy mouth how many of y'all know the word of God is powerful? See, I I want you to realize something. The anointing of God will help you in service to the Lord, but the word of God will help you in living a life that is pleasing to the Lord. Can I get an amen? The anointing of God comes for your service so you can be effective in service. But the word of God comes for your character. That's why it's so important for us to feed on the word of the Lord. The word of God is what's going to begin to come and change and transform our lives. The word of God is what's going to come and begin to set us free from our bondage. And I shared this before and I'll share it again. When the word of God is coming forth, how many you all know the presence of God is right there coming with it right there. When the word of God is coming, the Bible says that the truth will set you free. See, we need to be digging in for the truth concerning our situations. So, because sometimes when we begin to get under attack of the enemy, amen, and we begin to allow certain things into our life, maybe it's an offense, then what begins to follow that offense is deception. And the only thing that you can combat deception with, amen, because we know that the enemy, amen, is a liar. He's the father of lies. That's his language. Are y'all with me today? And the only thing that can combat those lies and that deception that begins to come when the enemy begins to penetrate is the truth of the word of God. The truth of the word of God. That's why it's so important for us as Christians to have the word of God in thy mouth and to have the word of God in thy heart and to meditate on the word of God day and night. And we use the word of God as our measure for everything, amen, concerning a situation, why? Because the word of God is truth. Are y'all with me today? I've shared it before, and i shared it again. You and I have to become those that are lovers of truth. We're in a day in a society today where people, they don't really want to hear the truth. They want a message, amen, or they want a, 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 you know, a news channel that is going to share something that's going to make them feel okay. Because sometimes the truth hurts, doesn't it? But ultimately, that truth is what will set us free. God is good, amen? I want to give you a nugget real quick, and I want you to remember this. When the word of God stays within your heart and life, that is when deliverance stays. When the word of God, amen, begins to invade your life, that's when deliverance begins. Somebody say begins. When the word of God begins to invade your life, that's when deliverance begins. But when the word of God begins to, amen, stay within your heart, that's when deliverance stays. Hello. How many of y'all know sometimes God can deliver us and we can go right back into bondage again? So when the word of God invades our life, That's when deliverance begins, and when the word of God stays in our heart, that's when deliverance stays. See, we can go back into bondage, amen, even after God has set us free. Because we begin to go back to our old way of thinking. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. Amen. Don't let this world squeeze you into its mold. And don't begin to think in the way that the world thinks. But you have to think according to what? The word of God. But that means that you have to put the word of God in you. The word of God is truth. And the truth will set you free. Are y'all with me today? See, you and I gotta become lovers of the truth. You and I've gotta want the truth more than anything in our life. Why? Because we do not want to be in bondage anymore. We don't want to be in bondage. We don't want to be deceived. We don't want to be in deception, amen. But we wanna operate in the freedom of the truth of the word of God. The Bible says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So my question to you today is, do you truly want to be set free? And if so, well, what does the word of God say about your situation? What does it say about your circumstance? What does it say about your lifestyle? What does it say about your thoughts that are coming in your mind? And what does it say, amen, about what's in your heart? Well, the Bible says that uh, it's important for us to forgive seven times 70, amen? And the Bible says that if we don't forgive our brother, then our Heavenly Father won't forgive us. There's a little bit of truth for us. God wants to set you free. Somebody look at your name and say, God wants to set you free. So the anointing of the Holy Spirit is present when the word of God is present. And when the word of God is absent... You won't find the Holy Spirit. And so the moment that the word begins to invade your life, the Holy Spirit will come into your life. Are y'all with me? And the presence of the Holy Spirit will bring freedom to you. The very presence of God binds the devil. Amen. I'm going to share with you real quick in Mark. If you'll turn there with me in Mark chapter 5. I want to show you how powerful the word of the Lord is. Amen. Mark chapter 5 and verse 7. Praise the Lord if I can find it. There it is. Let's look at verse 6. Seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and bowed down before him. And shouting with a loud voice, he said, What business do we have with each other, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God, do not torment me. For he had been saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And he was asking him, What is your name? And he said to him, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he began to implore him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now there was a large herd of swine feeding nearby on the mountain, and the demons implored him, saying, Send us into the swine so that we may enter them. And Jesus gave them permission and coming out, the unclean spirits entered the swine and the, and, they, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea, about 2,000 of them, and they were drowned in the sea. And the herdsmen ran away and reported it to the city and the country and the people came to see what it was that had happened. Amen. Now, I want you to look at that for just a moment. Because we look here in verse 5, and seven, in verse 7 of chapter 5, and he says, he shouted at the top of his voice, what do you want with me and Jesus, the son of the most high God? Were you sent to torture me? Now, I want you to look at this for a minute, because that devil, amen, those demons, they couldn't stand the presence of God through the living word. And this man that was possessed by legion was delivered... When the word of God came to him, it was when the word of God came to him, that was when he was delivered. Are y'all with me today? In verse 15, it says, and when they came to Jesus, they saw the man who was, had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind. In other words, he got delivered by the word of God and all of a sudden now he's in his right mind. Can I get an Amen. See, sometimes we aren't in our right mind. We're not thinking properly, amen, because we're in bondage in certain areas in our life. But when the word of God comes, when the truth concerning that situation comes, all of a sudden there comes deliverance. All of a sudden, there comes, amen, one that's set free, amen. John 8 and 36 says, so if the sun sets you free, you will be freed indeed. That's, somebody say total deliverance. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of these crazy mindsets and these crazy thoughts and, and all these different things that I have to deal with. I don't, amen. But the only way to combat it is with the word of God. And so we wonder why people struggle, but are they spending time in the word of the Lord? Are they dodging the word of God? Hello? Because the word of God is what will set you free. Somebody say the word. Somebody say, let me be in my right mind. See, before I came, amen, to the house of the Lord, I wasn't in my right mind. Are y'all with me? I wasn't the father I need to be. I wasn't the husband I need to be. Amen. I wasn't the man I needed to be, period. But when the word of God began to invade my life and it began to stay in my heart. Hello. That's why he says, write it on the tablet of your heart. God is good. Amen. See, because the moment that the Holy Spirit enters our heart and the word of God invades our heart. Then at that point it's our time, it's our job to walk in it. Somebody say, walk in it. Somebody say you gotta walk in it. God comes inside of us, and then he commands us to walk in it. He says in 1 Peter 1 16, be holy because I am holy. Amen. Turn with me real quick to the book of Ephesians. In chapter 6, and I spoke about this briefly the other day, but I want you all to realize, amen, that there is real spiritual warfare. We forget so easily, don't we? We forget that we're really in a spiritual battle. We forget that we really have a real enemy, amen, and what does he come to do Amen? Steal, kill, and destroy. How many of y'all know he wants to steal your joy? He wants to steal your destiny? He wants to steal, amen, everything he can in your life. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. It says, finally, brethren... Be strong in the Lord. I'm going to stop right there for just a moment, okay? He says, finally, brethren, be strong in what? In the Lord. So you say, well, how do I get strong in the Lord? Well, I'm going to tell you this. You won't be strong in the Lord until you discover your weaknesses. Hello, somebody. You can't be strong in the Lord until you're weak in yourself. Because the thing that ultimately has to happen is you must be dependent upon God. If you're not dependent completely upon God, you're not going to be operating in the strength of the Lord. You're going to be operating in your strength. Hello, somebody. And what has to happen is you've got to die to the flesh and do the things of the world, amen, because you're not going to find his strength until you come to a place where you're willing, amen, to not operate in your strength. Because when you die, he lives. And when you're weak, he is strong. And when you've yielded body, soul, and spirit, you're going to find strength of God. And then you will know, amen, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Can I get an amen? Because what happens is the power of God begins to flow through a yielded vessel. Somebody say a yielded vessel. Now, I want to go to the next part of that verse right here. Verse 10 says, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Somebody say his might. Are you all with me today? Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. And so the way that we become strong in the Lord is we become dependent upon him. He says, when you are weak, he is strong. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the power of the Holy Spirit. Be strong in the power of his might. Are y'all with me? But if you're not dependent on the Lord, you're depending on your own strength. Amen. And I want to share with you an example of one that had an independent spirit like that. Peter had the independent spirit. Amen. Amen. But when you are dependent on God, how many of y'all know then you're trusting in God? Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen. Let's go to the next verse in verse 11. He says, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. So the moment the strength of God comes upon you, what does he do? He commands you to put on the armor of God. Why? So that you can stand. Somebody say, so you can stand. And to stand against what? Well, to stand against the devil's plans, to stand against the devil's tricks, to stand against the devil's traps, amen, that are going to come against your life. Because the devil has some, amen, the devil has some plans, he has some tricks, and he has some traps for you. And one of the greatest traps that the enemy has for your life is the trap of offense. If he can trap you in that offense, then he's got you right where he wants you. Somebody say, You got to stand against the enemy. And what we have to realize is that we're fighting an experienced enemy that knows how to plan, he knows how to trick, and he knows how to trap, amen, those that are vulnerable. Now, we don't need to be afraid of the enemy because God will protect you. Hello, somebody. Somebody say, God will protect you. Let's go to verse 12 real quick. He says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, the struggle's not against you. Somebody say, the fight's not against you. Somebody say, I'm not the enemy. Somebody say, we have an enemy. But I'm not him or her. God is good, amen? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places, amen? Now, I'm gonna stop right there for just a moment. Right here in verse 12, we begin to see that our our, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, amen, but it's against the enemy, and how many of y'all know uh, he's an organized enemy? Hello, somebody. And right here, we begin to see uh, this broke down In the divisions of the devil's army. The first part is spirits. Amen. There's spirits that are coming against us. To attack us. That you and I don't have the ability or the power in order to stand against. But is we are capable, if we stand in the power of the Holy Ghost. We don't need to be scared of the enemy. Why? Because we have a God that's greater. Because we have a God that's greater. We have a God that's all-knowing. We have a God that's all-powerful. And we have a God that's laid out the truth through the word of the Lord in our lives. Are y'all with me today? So we have spirits. We have principalities, which are chief rulers. We have powers, amen, authorities, amen. We have world rulers, and we have, another, and we have wicked spirits. Hello, somebody. Now, let's look at verse 13, if you would, with me real quick. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you will be able to resist in the evil day. And having done everything to stand firm, stand firm, therefore. Look at this next part in verse 14. Having girded your loins with what? Now, I wanted, I wanted to share with you what, do you, what do you think that word loins means? What is it that needs to have truth in your life? Your mind? Hello. God is good, amen. Amen. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. God is good, amen. See, it's the truth that's going to set you free. It's the truth that's going to carry you forward. We've got to have the truth. First Peter 5 and 8 says this. You stand when... You are resisting, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, who resist steadfast in the faith. So, in other words, we're talking about that word stand again. We stand by resisting in what? In faith in God. And you stand when you are committed. Hello. God is good. Amen. Somebody say stay committed. committed. So we stand when we resist. What does it say? Resist the devil and he will what? We stand when we're committed. And we also stand when we are in submission. What does he say? Submit to what? Submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll what? Flee. Flee. So there's resistance. There's commitment and there's submission. Submit to God. Submit to God's word. Submit to the truth. Resist the enemy and he will flee. But you got to stay committed to the truth. Otherwise, deception will come in. And deception comes in, amen, and that's when division begins to come run rampant right through the house of God. When there's deception. How many times have you thought that something was a certain way and you looked at it, man, and then all of a sudden God began to reveal it to you, oh, that's what it was. But how many of y'all know, how's he going to reveal it to you if you don't ever spend time with them or you don't ever get in his word? God is good. Can I get the worship team to come forward? We stand when we're submitted. Amen. We have our loins girt about with truth. Verse 14 says, stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth and having put on your breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is what? The word of God. God is good, amen? So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, amen? We have a real enemy out there, saints. And he wants to take us out. We have a real enemy. That's why sometimes we don't, we like, you ever got into a fight like with your wife or your husband or whatever, and then you don't even know why you're fighting? You know y'all are mad, but you don't even know why. Hello. Are y'all with me today? God wants to set us free today, saints. God wants to bring total deliverance in our lives. But it's going to take the truth of the word of God. If you're not looking to be set free, amen, then you're going to stay in bondage. If you're living in darkness or you have sin in your life that you don't feel like getting rid of, you're not going to want to come around the truth. Because you don't want to be set free. But the truth is what will set you free. The truth will set you free. And where the word of God is, there the spirit of God is. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in bondage anymore. I don't want to have crazy thinking anymore. Hello, I want to walk in the peace of the Lord, in the joy of the Lord, in the power of the Holy Ghost. Are y'all with me today? There is souls that need to be saved. There's people that need to be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ there's people out there that are headed to a devil's hell and the enemy wants more than anything to get us so caught up in all this knick-knack whack stuff to where we can't be effective in impacting amen a city or a state or a nation are y'all with me today So he wants more than anything to get us to fight amongst each other. Because when we're worried about this, we have to strategize about this and and pray about this and all that. Amen then we can't be effective in going forward for the kingdom of God. But I'm gonna tell you right now, there's people out there that are dying and going to a devil's hell, and they need us to be focused, and they need us to be going forward to reach them with the gospel, strategizing how we can move forward, strategizing how we can take land, strategizing how we can reach souls. Are y'all with me today? That's what the focus needs to be on today. That's what the focus is on. You know, in a marriage, we need to be strategizing on how we can raise these kids properly. But if we're fighting, amen, amongst each other, how many of y'all know we don't have any energy or any ability to focus in order to help them? Hello, somebody to go forward. Well, just like that, amen. We don't have the ability to to be able to work with the children of God that God is bringing or wants to bring because we're so caught up, amen, in all this nonsense. Hey, that's what it is. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's flesh. God wants to use us in a mighty way. Amen. He wants to use you in a mighty way. He wants to use us in a mighty way. We don't need to be fighting against each other. We don't need to be wasting our time and energy trying to strategize how we're gonna you know combat this baloney it's time to grow up it's time to grow up it's time to grow up man it's time to grow up it's time to grow up it's time to grow up Come on, stand to your feet.